every one of us needs the help of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And that's what Pentecost is all about. If you need God to move in your life, your home, your health, your finances, your, your hopes and dreams, then I want you, as I speak today, to ask the Holy Spirit to fill you with his grace, to fill you with his power, to fill you with his help. Today of Pentecost, we celebrate the Holy Spirit coming on what was a traditional Jewish feast. It was a, a, a harvest type feast. It was the, the beginning, the first wheat harvest. And on that day, 2000 years ago, the Holy Spirit fell on a group of 120 disciples who were locked down in an upper room and something extraordinary took place. The ordinary became extraordinary. The natural became supernatural as God began to move. So let me read it to you. I think we should on the day of Pentecost read the story. It's slightly abridged so that you're not just watching me read for ages, but let's get the gist of the story. Listen to this. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all together in one place. Suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Now they were staying in Jerusalem, God-fearing Jews from every nation under heaven. When they heard the sound, a crowd came together in bewilderment because each one heard their own language being spoken. Utterly amazed, they asked, aren't all those who are speaking Galileans? How is it that each of us hears them in our own native language? We hear them declaring the wonders of God. Amazed and perplexed, oh I like that. Sometimes church is a bit perplexing. That's okay, we are about supernatural business, right? They asked one another, what does this mean? Some however made fun of them and said they've had too much wine. Evidently, the Holy Spirit coming was something that could be felt and sensed and seen. There was something extraordinary going on. Then Peter stands up, raises his voice and addresses the crowd. Fellow Jews and all of you who live in Jerusalem, let me explain this to you. Listen carefully to what I say. These people are not drunk, as you suppose. It's only nine in the morning. No, this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit and they will prophesy. And everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. When the people heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter, what should we do? Peter replied, repent, turn your life around. That means be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ and for the forgiveness of your sins, and you'll receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is for you and your children, for all who are far off, for all who call on the name of our God. With many other words, he warned them and he pleaded them, save yourselves from this corrupt generation. And those who accepted his message were baptized in about 3,000, get that, from 120, 3,000 were added to the church that day. That's just remarkable. You know, Pentecost this year has been prophesied as a remarkable prophetic moment in the life of the church and in the life of the world. 
Uh, if you were following us on The Prophet Speak a few weeks ago, we did two weeks of myself prophesying into the situation and about 15 other prophets from around the world speaking into what God is doing. And we began on the first episode. I think about 50,000 people have watched The Prophet Speak now, so excuse me if I kind of redo some of it, but listen to this. Um, in the very first episode, I, sure, I, saw, I showed a prophecy by Chuck Pierce, and he talked about the fact that last August, God showed him that this year's Passover was going to be a real Passover, that there'd be a sense of plague around. And then he went on to prophesy, and you'll see it in the program, you can go back and watch it on YouTube. He, he went on to prophesy that from Passover to Pentecost, now Passover was April the 8th or round about there, and Pentecost is of course today. He said from Passover to Pentecost, we needed to contend for all that God wanted to do. But at Pentecost, there would be a breakthrough. There will be a breaking into the new era that many have been prophesying for many months. And here we are on this day of Pentecost when many have prophesied it is a moment of breaking through. Just a couple of points from that. Number one, in Britain at least, we peaked at Passover. If you watch all of the charts that are put out by the government, they show a peak at Passover and it's been declining ever since. But I wanna believe the whole prophecy, I don't know about you. I believe we are now breaking through into a new era in God. Um, when the devil wants to get you back into survival, God is saying, no, I want you to go for revival. Anybody with me? Can I hear an amen on <laughs> the internet? Okay, I can't hear you, but you could type one, couldn't you? And do some of those hearts and stuff like that. God wants to move powerfully in our lives. The devil would love to steal our perceptions when God is saying, come up here and see how I see what is happening in the world right now. Chuck Pierce prophesied this would be a moment when we break through into a new era. Lana Vorsa, one of the other prophets, an Aussie prophetic ministry that we, that we spoke to on The Prophet Speak, she released a prophecy just the other day. Let me read you some lines from it. She said this, Pentecost, oh, don't flip around, come here. There you go, iPads and technology, eh? Listen to this, Pentecost will be a marker of a major shift into a time of, and she put this in capitals, the manifestations of his majesty. She said this, the Lord has been speaking to me in numerous ways over the last few weeks about Pentecost signaling the market in the spirit for days of manifestations of his majesty upon us. The Lord has been showing me about the spirit of God coming in such intensity upon his people and in his house and the fire of God at a level we have not experienced before. I've had numerous dreams and encounters over the last month where the Lord has been highlighting sight, seeing and sight, and tenderness of heart as what God is doing in this season restoration of sight, in the positioning of surrender, humility and expectation before the Lord over Pentecost. Many are going to encounter the Lord in such a significant way that the fire of God will fall upon their sight where sight has been lost and stolen. God is going to restore sight. I saw many coming into deep encounters with the Lord that many will not have words to describe the depth of how they encounter him. And that place, there will be such an increase of eyes to see and understanding that will come upon those who are crying out to the Lord in humility for his heart. There is going to be a powerful release of God's heart over Pentecost as the fire of his spirit and love fall heavily upon many. And in the receiving of his heart, it will be a correct alignment in the lives of many and a jolt 
of awakening. She ends by saying things like this, Pentecost in many ways will be a jump start for the church and for those who are drawing close to his heart. Oh, I, I just want to pray for a minute because I want you to grasp that and I want you in your homes not to be passive now. I want your heart to be open to the Holy Spirit moving in your house right now. Remember, the way Jews would see the home and the way they would see every Sabbath really is parents, you are the priests in your home and actually your home is the sanctuary. So we're getting ultra biblical right now. You at home, whether you're alone or whether you're with a, a broader family, parents, you're priests in your home, people alone, you are the priest in your home and God's presence is there with you. I want you to draw in an outpouring of the Holy Spirit into your life right now. Draw in a sense of God's grace and have him fill you. It's been prophesied again and again, there's a move of God coming from Pentecost onwards. She goes on to prophesy manifestations of the majesty of God. I'll put that full prophecy on our Facebook uh, page and Instagram and things like that after the service. You need to read it and pray over it because there's a turning point this Pentecost. God is bringing us into something new. So God, I ask your spirit to flow and to fall on homes right now. Move upon children, bring dreams and visions and prophecy. Move upon people sat on their sofas, sat at their kitchen tables, move upon us. I see some listening to this afterwards. And even as you're listening afterwards, you know the Holy Spirit's gonna fall. Don't think because you listen to it a day later or a week later, it's got any less power. You read the book of Ephesians now and the Holy Spirit touches you. So you can watch this program three months from now and the Holy Spirit will still fill you right at this moment when I ask him to. Do you know why? Because Jesus told us in Luke that, Jesus, that, that God the Father loves to give the Holy Spirit. He never says no. So right now, I say to you, friends and family across this region and friends across the world, be filled with the Holy Spirit. Fill every room in every house with the Holy Spirit. Turn every household watching this program right now, every home, turn it into a sanctuary right now. I bless your home with the grace and the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit. And may your home be blessed like Obed-Edom's home was blessed when he, when he looked after the ark for a few months and God just blessed everything that was in his home. Let that be your home right now. I release grace to you in Jesus' name. This is not just a broadcast. This is not just information. We're having a moment with God. If Jesus can pray and someone can be healed in the next town, then I can pray here right now and the Spirit of God can fill your home. I pray that even as I go on, I've got two things I wanna share with you about Pentecost. As I share them, I'm trusting God that some of you are gonna be healed in your homes. Some of you are gonna speak in tongues for the first time. Some of you are gonna know the presence of God richly in your homes, why? Because that's the grace and love of God. You know, let me speak to you, especially if you're a bit, how can I put it, wound up spiritually, if you're a bit anxious, and if your spirituality has become a little bit strivy, can I tell you right now, listen, take a deep breath and I want you to whisper to yourself, he loves me. He loves me as I am. And the only way I can get any better in life is if his grace helps me. When you get to that posture, you've found God. His grace is gonna help you through. As I began the program, he is going to intervene because that's who he is. Let me tell you two things about Pentecost. 
The chapter, Acts 2, starts with this unusual phrase, when the day of Pentecost had fully come. Now, why didn't it just start with on the day of Pentecost? Why use this unusual phrase that the day of Pentecost had fully come? Now, I'm no Hebrew scholar, but I, I know this from all of my reference books that I read, that, that the Jewish thinking had this sense that certain days in the future had to be filled up before they would arrive. Do you catch that? So it really was the day of Pentecost fully coming. In other words, it was like a measure that could be filled up until the point of its arrival. In the Bible, there's two kinds of time, isn't there? There's chronos, which is the ticking of a clock, the, the pace of time. But then there's kairos, which is that God moment when God arrives. It's like Daniel in the book of Daniel. He's praying that God would move and that God would intervene. And, and then three weeks later, uh, an angel turns up and says, hey, the moment you started praying, I set off with the answer, but I got delayed. And it's as though the day had to fully come before it would arrive. I want to say to you guys today, as you're watching this, Many of you have got pain and difficulty. You've got things that you're hoping for. You've got longings, you've got dreams. And you have, for some of you for weeks, for some of you for years, we've been filling up future days with our hopes and our prophecies and our prayers and our frustration. Anybody been there, right? Our sighs and our tears and our, when God are you gonna turn up? We've been filling up our tomorrows, trying to get the measure to be full. Some of us give up, we don't realize you're filling up your tomorrow with your prayers today, with your thanksgiving, with your going back to scripture, with a season of frustration. And then you come back to God and say, okay, God, no, I still want you to do that. Some of you waiting for God to fulfill things in your family, for him to fulfill things in your mental health, for him to fulfill things in your finances, your career, your hopes and dreams that he's placed in you, but you've been waiting. What have you been waiting for? You've been waiting for the day to fully come. Pentecost was a moment that finally fully filled up They've been waiting in that upper room, hanging around. We know God's promised us something. We don't know what it looks like. We don't know what will happen, but we've been told to wait. And then the day of Pentecost fully arrived. Oh boy, because of all the prophecies, I wanna say this to you, and I'm speaking prophetically now, not just as a teacher to, about general information of how God works. I believe this Pentecost is a fully arrival day. It's a day when God's going to say, not about everything everywhere for everyone, but about many things for many people. God is saying, okay, it's a fully arriving day. It's filled up. You've filled it up with your longing and your waiting and your praying and your groaning and your sighing and your dreaming and your, do you do what I do, writing out the prophecies and saying, come on, God, come on, God. Today is the day it fully arrives. Let's believe God for a release of something remarkable in these days, amen? Because I believe it's a day of a coming together and an accomplishment in Him. So the day of Pentecost fully comes. Let that day, let today be filled up with the purposes of God. Now, how's He gonna do it? 
This is a good one, right? I'm a how type preacher, really. I'd rather tell you how to pray than that you need to pray. That's my preference. But let me share with you the second thing that I've got for you from this passage. Number one is that there are some days that just have to be filled up before they arrive. And I believe for many of you, you're gonna find there are some things that are just God saying, it's time. But then let me talk to you about the how, but in a perhaps slightly unusual way. The day of Pentecost started in the upper room, isn't that right? We, we, we know from Acts chapter one, they were in an upper room, they were praying. There was 120 of them. Hey, tell me, have you got a room in your house that would seat 120? <laughs> You've got a pretty, pretty big house if you have. In other words, they were hanging out in the rich district of Jerusalem. If they had a room for 120, they were in a rather nice area. But here's the remarkable thing. So you got a room with 120 people in it and the Holy Spirit arrives Six verses later, suddenly you've got to have room for 3,120 because 3,000 people hear the sound and give their lives to the Lord and begin to follow Jesus. Do you know what? There's a great mystery in Acts chapter two. It begins in the upper room and we're never told how it gets to the place where thousands can be impacted. We're never told. Okay, so I'm going contrary to my preferred preaching style. Let me tell you about Pentecost and the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. When God's grace begins to move in your life, he can get you, listen to this, it's the best phrase of the whole morning, are you ready? He can get you from lockdown to breakout and you don't even know how he did it. I can hear the amens online, I can hear the clicking of buttons. Let me say it again. The power of the grace of God, because that's what the outpouring of the Holy Spirit is. It's God's empowering presence, which is the definition of grace. When grace comes, he will get you from lockdown to breakout and you won't even know how he did it. I'm a how preacher, but do you know why? Because really, I like to get a handle on things. I'm a bit of a control freak, right? I like to know what I need to do, the method, the strategy, the five steps to see something happen. And you know, that kind of teaching really works very often. It's a good way to, to break something down forensically and get the technology of how certain theologies work. It's brilliant, but you know what? There are some things that are just beyond human strength. You can't do it, I can't do it, but God's grace comes in such a powerful way when the day is fulfilled that he can take you from lockdown to breakout and you go, I don't know how that happened, but my life is completely transformed. I don't know how or, or when my mental health changed, but God took me from there to there simply because a day of grace arrived in my life. I don't know how my finances changed, but suddenly I had nothing and suddenly I've got abundance because a day of grace arrived. I, there was no lever that I could pull. There was nothing in my humanity that I could add to God's divinity to make it happen. And Pentecost is all about God's divinity, his divine grace saying, I'm enough for you, right, it's time. I'm taking you from lockdown to breakout and I'm doing it. You're not gonna take any glory for it. I am the divine deliverer and I rescue you and bring you into new days. Wow, that's a good message, right? This is what God wants to do in this day. He's gonna take you from lockdown to breakout into new era and you won't even know how. You won't know how you got from the upper room to a place, probably many say, near the temple where thousands could gather. <laughs> did they run when the Holy Spirit fell? Did they walk? Did they, did they parade with tambourines and you know guitars with rainbow straps? We don't know what they did. Did they just get transported like Philip and they appeared in the temple? We're never told, don't care, it's irrelevant. Just know this, when God decides to do it, it gets done. When God decides, okay, the day of healing has come, 
receive it. You talk to many people that have been long-term sick, you'll find there just comes a day when they go, I don't quite know what the difference was, but he just came. We said, we said pretty similar prayer to everything we'd prayed before. We, we, we did all the usual kind, of, we pulled all the levers that we tried to, but there came a day when grace turned up and he just did it. And that's what God is doing right now. Some of you, you just feel backslidden and dry and empty, but God's turning up. He's taking you from breakdown to breakout. He's gonna do it. Some of you struggling with your mental health, it's time. He's taken you from lockdown to breakout and you wouldn't even know how. You'll just know that something lifted off your life as you listen to this program in the subsequent few days, something changed. Some of you beginning to sense an easing in your joints right now, there's healing. I can see something around somebody's shoulders and neck just lifting off them right now, even as they watch. And it's as though God's just saying it's time and he just lifts something off you. You didn't even know it was quite there. You just knew the pain that you felt, but God's lifting something off your life right now. That's who he is. Some of you, he's taking your womb from, break, uh, from lockdown to breakout and he's bringing fruitfulness to your home. Some of you, he's bringing you from loneliness into family and he's going to do it. That's our God. Some of you have been waiting a long time on a dream. You don't know what to do. You've run out of things to do. He's taking you from lockdown to breakout and you won't even know how he did it. That's the grace of our God. In a moment, we're gonna sing a song. We need a move, because that's what we need, right? We need God to, to move in our lives. I don't know about you, I, I know this, I recognize this. I am spiritually bankrupt without a move of God going on in my soul. I, I, I might have been in the ministry many years, but I still know this, I need a savior every day. And can I just show you one way to pray as we sing this song and ask the Holy Spirit to move in our homes and in our lives? right now in the next few days. I've started to pray these prayers. It's, it's a great prefix to a prayer. I started to pray this prayer. God, I know I don't deserve this, but... <laughs> and then I carry on my sentence. It gets your faith in order. Because listen, so many of us, we go to church, we read the Bible, but we're still caught in the, in the, in the, in I'll have as much as I can earn. We're still caught in a scarcity mentality. If heaven, as if heaven's a little bit bankrupt, I'm only gonna ask for what I deserve. No, get into God's place of thinking where you're allowed to say because of the wonder of the cross and the outpouring of his grace at Pentecost, you're allowed to say, God, I, I don't deserve this but will you, I don't deserve to be healed, but will you heal me? I don't deserve that dream to come true, but will you lift me into a season where it comes true? I don't deserve to be taken out of this loneliness into a place of abundance, but God, will you come and help me? Will you lift me from the one place to the other? I don't even know how, but will you take me from lockdown to breakout without me even knowing how? Will grace fill me? As Matt and Angie and Laura sing, we need a move and they lead us. I want you to pray, pray in your home. If you need to, lay hands. If someone's sick in your home, just gently lay hands on them and ask the Holy Spirit to move right now. And as they sing, and if you can sing too, fantastic. We need a move, we need a move. I want you to, in your heart, begin to think. Maybe you need to write some lists this week. God, I don't deserve this, but will you? and then write a list of what's in your heart for God to do to lift you from lockdown to break out in this next season. Let's sing, let's pray, 
Let's ask God to move as we do.